Hello and welcome to the Marketing Meetup podcast. My name is Joe Glover and as with the episode uh, with Mark from Kanda, I've come to you from the great outdoors um, on my dog walk and decided to record a podcast introduction. I think it's very important that you uh, you find those efficiencies in life um, and it just seemed like a good time to feel inspired. So today you're going to hear from Helen Brooks. Uh, she works for a, a brilliant company in Norwich called Further. Uh, they're a digital marketing agency and also one of the sponsors of Norwich for which I'm very grateful for. And uh, Helen speaks all about how to produce content for small teams. Now this is a wonderful talk and what I think I really really loved about it is it's a highly structured talk which I know sounds like a really weird thing to say in a way but I think what that does is it, it was a really clear concise actionable talk that people could really take a lot away from and actually take into their team the next day uh, which I think is just like a really really perfect uh, practical and I don't want to say stereotypical marketing meetup talk but in the in the sense that it's a great example for other people to follow in terms of how to deliver a great talk in only 20 minutes um, I'll let Helen do the rest of the talking after I've just given a quick thanks to Barry uh, from Bravo Marketing. Um, Barry is a top chap. Bravo Marketing specialise in producing content that really drives engagement, not just blog posts or videos or whatever that just sit on your your website and just do nothing because sometimes that happens and it sucks. So Barry's the guy that comes in and shows you how to do it the other way around. He's a creative chap. He's a brilliant person, so I really recommend that you check him out at bravomarketing.co.uk. With all that said, all's left for me to do is pass over to Helen and say I hope you really enjoy this podcast episode. Thank you very much. Are we working? Yep. Awesome. Okay. Hello, everyone. Um, and thank you, Joe. Always so lovely. It's so nice. Um, right, so I'm going to talk to you today about content marketing for small teams. I'm afraid there are no gifts in this entire presentation, so I've missed a trick there. Um, but I'm sure that I can make it engaging for you. So. Okay, so what we're going to look at, so first of all, I want to just go over the need for a content marketing approach that is specifically for small businesses. I'm sure many of you in the room tonight are from small businesses or have a small marketing team, or perhaps it's just yourself working on your own. Um, and then I'm going to give you a framework uh, that you can use uh, to then move forward with your content marketing. Um, I'm going to use examples throughout to try and help illustrate that um, and then at the end I'll do a summary of everything and, and let you know where you can go and find uh, more information. Okay, so I'm sure that these things are going to look really familiar to pretty much everyone in this room. What are the challenges for small teams? So we've got money, oh, we can't do content marketing, um, we can't do lots of things, we've got no money. We're way too busy, we, we, can't, we can't do that. And expertise, well, you might have some marketing knowledge, this is a marketing meetup, but we can't pretend that we all know absolutely everything about each different channel. So what I am really trying to do is give you some of this um, so that, the, that you can tailor it to meet these things. So if you don't have a lot of money, you don't have a lot of capacity, 
Um, my framework is going to work for you. If you suddenly get a bit more money, you can tailor um, the framework and it's still going to work. So, it's a flexible approach to content marketing and I'll try and talk a little bit more about that as I go through to, to um, help you kind of get what I'm trying to say. Um, so, super quick, um, what is content marketing for those of you who just need a little refresher? It's this sweet spot in the middle of what your brand is trying to say, what you're all about, what you're selling, um, and what your audience is interested in. What do they want to listen to? What are their interests? Um, and that's what we're trying to aim for. So just keep that in mind as we're going through. Okay, so these are my four fundamental aspects of content marketing. Relevancy, quality, visibility, and improvement. Um, you, will, you will see here that I have not included measurement and it's not because that isn't super, super, super important, but I only have 20 minutes and I could speak for hours and hours <laughs> on um, measurement. So I focused on something that we can go through today and that you can apply um, when you kind of leave the room, but please do come and talk to me afterwards about measurement as well. So let's think about relevancy. So this is the why, the what, and the who. Now, these first two, you probably have a good idea of, or hopefully, what are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to raise brand awareness? Are you trying to get people to come to your website? Um, what are you saying? Who is your brand? What are your values? What is your mission? And then target audience. Who are you speaking to? Who are your customers? Um, who are your peers? What are their values? Where are they looking for content? And what are their interests? So I have done a little example here, bigdarnboxes.com. Um, this isn't a real website, but I'm tempted to, to make it. I've become rather attached to it while doing this, um, this talk. So um, Big Darn Boxes, their objectives are to build brand awareness and position themselves as an authority on box manufacturing. Uh, I deliberately picked what I thought was quite a dry subject to try and try and show how you can still make it interesting. Um, so their brand, they want to show that they have a range of products. You know, don't be fooled by Big Don. You know, they do a range of, um, of quality products. They want to become experts and market leaders. Target audience is where they and a lot of you might get a bit stuck because here, ideally, you want to be doing keyword research, competitor analysis, customer personas, and for a small team who is just you, maybe one other person, if you don't have a lot of expertise in those particular areas, it's where you might find it um, really difficult. So what do you do if you can't afford these things, if you don't have the expertise? Well, really simply, start with what you do know. So start with what do you do, what are the different areas, what are the interests of the people that you do know about? Great starting point. And then you can break that down. Okay, so packaging, we'll break this down. Okay, so maybe people are looking at plastic alternatives, <coughs> if they're looking for cardboard boxes, maybe looking at different types of packaging, posting parcels. And you can kind of do this, and really starting with a brainstorm is just a great idea. Um, but where do you go from here? Well, I've got a free tool which I recommend that everybody uses, and you may not know it, but you will be using it from today, it's Google. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Google has got everything you need right there. So let's have a look at how you could use this for big darn boxes. 
So here I've done some searches based on my initial brainstorm, trying to look, what are people talking about? I'm looking at images, see what's coming up. I'm looking at different news articles. And I'm really starting to build a sense of the different things that are coming up for different relevant search terms. And that's just from you putting it in. Obviously, if you have some search, um, if you have some keyword research, you can certainly filter that in. I noticed that corrugated packaging is really big, and I would definitely recommend if anyone's into stocks to get some stocks in these, because apparently they're going to be massive this year. Um, and you can start to really build a, OK, so one topic, actually, you can break that down. So take your top 10. Um, if you search corrugated packaging, what are people talking about? And you can see, right, everyone's citing market research, so I know that I need to include that. Simple. Uh, everyone's talking about production in developing countries. I know I need to include that in my article. These are the things that people are interested in. Um, if you are trying to do something that's one-off, you don't have a lot of time, you could potentially write one big article. If you want to plan out content for your entire year or do a strategy, you can apply this and break this down into different um, articles. It's really something that you can kind of use flexibly. So once you know what you want to write about, or you could use a uh, video or podcast or any other type, I'm assuming that people who are in small teams are probably most likely to be doing um, written content, but you could apply the same approach. So quality, structure, formatting, and imagery. So structure, it's really simple. Does, does what you're saying make sense? Have you got an intro? Are you leading people into what you're saying? Are there clear section headings? Can people see a story through your piece? And is there a call to action? And it's really, really important that you do the first things first, um, because otherwise, if you have a call to action that's trying to get people to buy your product, um, you need to sell the brand first. You need to sell what you're saying, and you need to show people that uh, it's that sweet spot. Remember, you want to show them that, that they're being listened to and they're being talked to and that their interests match the interests and the values of your brand. So make sure that you have achieved that before sticking in, oh, by the way, here's our product, please buy it. Um, so formatting, is it easy to read? I'll show you some examples of this in a moment. Um, Use info boxes, pull quotes. I mean, you can do this on a really basic website. You don't have to have like you know some fancy UX designer, although you know that'd be great uh, if you did. Um, and imagery, is it visually engaging? If you can, put in images, illustrations. Um, if you can't do that, break up the body text. It's really simple, and I'm going to show you again in just a sec um, how you can achieve these things on a small budget and a small scale. So I just thought I'd mention this because I know that people struggle to find um, free image sources. So firstly, for those of you who don't know, you can do a Google search um, for uh, imagery that is labeled for reuse. You go to tools, and then there's a little drop down. And this is imagery that you can use for free. It's like, assume it's like stock photography. Um, some of them you might need to credit, but it's really simple. Um, Unsplash or Pexels, there's lots of different kind of free stock photography sites. Um, again, have a look, you know, there's plenty of, of resources out there. And if you want to do something that's a little bit more 
maybe got some writing or you want to break something up, Canva. I realized I didn't, I didn't put the names of these, so I'll send them around. I'll add it and send it around. Uh, but this is Canva, and you can take these templates and kind of make something uh, like a triptych or um, make something that you might be able to share on something like Pinterest and promote a little bit more. Now, I, I put this slide in because I know um, that a lot of small teams or small businesses, people who don't have a lot of money to spend, shy away from something like a photo shoot. It sounds expensive, it sounds a bit scary, but I would say that if it's relevant for your business, definitely have a look to see what you can find out there. I had this, uh, we have a client who sells bike insurance and we did an article, I interviewed a guy who had a collection of American uh, motorbikes and we wanted imagery, of course, Motorbike enthusiasts want to see the motorbikes on the screen. There's no point in just doing an article saying they look great. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, right, but we don't have a lot of money. Budget is tight. So actually, I commissioned this 150-pound photo shoot, and I would, the, the pictures that I got back, I could have cried because I was so, so happy with them. What I would say is, a lot of the time you'll get wedding photographers and most of their time is taken up with wedding photos. They're editing them all the time. So actually a photographer will probably jump at the chance to do something a little bit different um, and the prices are actually quite low. So definitely don't discount getting a photo shoot for your business just because you think it might be expensive because it really might not be. Also, there's photographers in the room tonight so you can make friends and um, <laughs> use those contacts. Okay, so I did mention that if you don't have imagery, you should still not do this. So the best way is to steal a box. Oh God, I mean it's it's not a it's not that gripping a title to begin with. And then if you just see a block of text, there's no intro. I can't scan through that and see any key points. There's just no structure to it, no visual appeal. So really easily by kind of doing some of the things I said earlier you can start to make some, something more visually appealing in the written format. Um, and this also tells Google that your content is high quality. So by including headings, um, best ways to seal a box, you'd expect for that to be a list. So include, make it into a list. If you want, think somebody's gonna come here and they're looking for the best ways, okay, well, let's put some key points in. What's, it, what's sticky tape, what's it great for? Small light boxes. It's just little ways that you can break up your text that make it easier for the target audience to see this brand is, is talking about things in a really clear way, in a quality way, that I can read, navigate, um, and that's how you're going to make really great content. Okay, so visibility is the next point. Um, so first of all, I'll say that if you have followed the steps up to this point, you should be in a pretty good position in terms of Google. I'm not going to say you're going to rank because we haven't done any kind of in-depth keyword research and I don't know who your competitors are. But if you focus on relevancy and quality, then you're giving yourself the best chance to rank uh, because Google just wants quality relevant content. That's what it wants. So, use 
existing channels that you have, get your staff to share it, newsletters. There's different things that often I'll see small businesses and we work with them um, at further that there'll be a new um, site go, a new blog and it just sits there and they've not even shared it with the staff. So get it out there however you can. Social, join in the conversation, post organically, use hashtags but make sure they're relevant and don't invent your own. They're not gonna work. <laughs> Um, comment in groups, <laughs> groups and forums. Um, this is really, really important if you're a small business. Don't just go and put, read this link. M make really valuable comments on groups and forums. Show an interest and show why you're adding value. That's also a sign to Google that you are offering something high quality and you're not just spamming people. And then paid. Now, if you have a background in paid, you can do kind of maybe display network, depending on what you've done. I want to talk a little bit about paid social because it's something that's really cost effective. Um, and we did a trial at Further, and I want everyone who has never thought about it in this room to go away and do your own paid trial um, to see what you can achieve. So social media has advanced targeting options. Um, it's really, really easy to use. £10 on Facebook can make a big difference. If that's not particularly relevant to you, you could use LinkedIn. It's more pricey. You probably need to spend more like 200 um, and you're not going to get the same results. So I would start with Facebook. Um, and then you can build a business case. If you're a marketing manager, um, you are going to want to be able to prove that this is a cost-effective way of promoting your content before you go and talk to the MD about it. So here, we, we did an organic piece of content, cost £1,000, got eight engagements without any paid. That's £125 per engagement. That's quite a lot. Just for £150 on Facebook, managed to get that to 52 pence per engagement. And I certainly know which of these figures I would rather go to my managing director with uh, when I'm talking about all the content that we're doing and promoting on um, the website. So bear this in mind, please go away and try it. And here for Big Dumb Boxes, they've done a subscription box article. They're trying to raise awareness um, of the subscription boxes that they um, provide the packaging for. And they've targeted young people, targeted subscription boxes, and here for just two pounds per day for 10 days, they can reach between 700 and 2,900 people. Now, there are lots of nuances with, with this, but I would say start here and see how you get on. And that is the crux of this last section, which is improvement. Once you've done it all, go back and consider how you can do it better. I've worked in content for 12 years and this is the most important thing, is to understand what you've done, what you can do better, how you can improve. Could you spend a little less on production, a little more on promotion? Could you have made your content more engaging, breaking up the text a little bit? Did you achieve what you were trying to do? Consider all of these things. So I know I have rambled on at you very quickly. Um, so just in summary, small teams, small marketing teams need a flexible approach. 
Now, what I've given you is something that you can just use if you're thinking, oh yeah, okay, I haven't really done any content. Now let's just try it out, let's see what we're doing. You can use the same approach um, to a one-off piece of content as you might do for building a content strategy that's gonna take you further. You can do the same approach and that's why it's flexible. You can also add insight in from other channels. Like I said, if you've got keyword research, if you um, know how to use paid digital, you can bring those elements in. If you're a graphic designer, you can obviously uh, make your content look very pretty. Um, and this is just some of the stuff that we have um, done at Further. And also build a case for further investment. I know content marketing, because it can be difficult to measure, is a scary thing to approach. So start with something simple and improve from there. Um, and I'll just say, and I told Joe this, um, what I'm going to do is make, as I realise there's a lot of information to take in, I'm going to make a checklist going through these four stages, the relevancy, quality, visibility and improvement that I will put in the group so that everyone can use it and kind of take it to their desk and just tick off as they go through and rather than trying to remember literally everything I've just said. Um, so I'll put that in the group uh, by the end of the week. <laughs> um, and, then, and then just further reading, so um, who does content marketing really well? I'll just tell you quickly, Red Bull, I mean, they're an energy drink and they had a guy jump out of a spaceship down to earth. Fantastic, because they know their audience are interested in um, high intensity sports or extreme sports. TED started as a conference and they do all sorts that shares the same values that started the conference. Ben and Jerry's is great if you're a small business to see the sort of blog content you could do. And then where can you learn more? Content Marketing Institute, Marketing Association, and also Moz, who are also a great example of content marketing in themselves. Um, and that's the end.